Now, if you're going to start an episode tonight, and that's the way you start it. You start it, why and how? Because it is the greatest of all time lineup tonight. And I say that very lightly because one is you can't forget about the people who put teams and organizations together, but it's the people behind the organization that stand there and are with them, do or die. And as Greg said at one point or another, when he got his ring, it was 14 years, a long wait for him to get that first one. Well, guess what, Greg? You're about to get the second one. And our special guest is also about to get their second one. And it's going to be incredible. So I could not start the show any other way with the way that man brought the energy and being fortunate enough to watch games three and four at the Amley Arena and just listening to the man's passion, getting you fired up. It's just the music alone that gets you pumped. But until you go down to Amley Arena and you get to watch a game for yourself in person, whether Greg is outside, on the steps, Thunder Alley, on the ice rink, the man does a phenomenal job. So with that being said, Welcome to episode 65. It is the after party, the Tampa Bay Lightning, your Stanley Cup champions, back-to-back 2020-2021 edition. With everyone tonight, we've got a boatload of guests that we plan to have a lot of fun with, and we just want everyone to hang in there. I will see your comments. I'll read to them as soon as I start getting to them, but this is the way you start the show, and I can't wait to talk to these guys because it is going to be fantastic. Hold on. We're going to watch pictures, parades, speeches, you name it, all tonight. I'm Angel. Man, I can't wait to get the show started. As I bring up, as I can find my own little introduction here, <laughs> this is episode 65. I'm Angel, Tampa Bay Lightning, Stanley Cup champions. Welcome, everyone. See you on the other side. Now, the one person that I absolutely cannot do the show, as I say it each and every week, is Vito Corleone, my co-host. And the guy, I, you know, I'm not even going to mention the dancing thing, because he's not going to dance for him. But go ahead. Here is Vito Corleone. <laughs> so he did it partially. He did it partially. I did see it. So, Vito, how are you this evening? Doing well. Two weeks, Eagles training camp. Zach Wheeler and JT Romuto representing Philly tonight in the All-Star game. Ben Simmons, trade rumors heating up. How are you, Angel? I'm doing just fine. And listen, we're planning on having a lot of fun tonight with it. And we know the Eagles are, are two weeks away from training camp starting. That should be interesting within itself. A lot of the NFL camps are be coming up uh, on training. But tonight, we're talking about the Lightning, having a lot of fun with the Lightning, having a lot of fun with our guests that I couldn't even name. Because the guest is so huge, I couldn't even name it on Twitter. But the guest is here. So that's the great thing. But before I bring the guest on, I got to bring my other two guys on. Number one, or at least in, in Clemson's eyes, will be our little young beat reporter, Nick Lee. Nick, how are you this evening? Angel, I'm doing incredible food. Good to see you all. It's a great Tuesday. The Champa Bay Lightning are here. We got some of the team here, and uh, I'm super excited to chat with them, learn a little bit about the Lightning and, uh, you know, how the Hurricanes are better. But that's here for well, No, 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 no. I have to say the no. Flyers. Not right now, but in my eyes. Not right now, yeah. The Flyers not right now, but yeah. Four no. for four, Philly all the way. Man. And you know that. 
Exactly. But listen, also the next guy that we love to have on the show as well, which is our national correspondent. And last week he was on assignment. This week he might even tell us the assignment he went on. Could we send him on a mystery assignment? Maybe he'll tell us. But here is our national correspondent, Ryan Neff. Brian, how are you this evening? Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ryan Neff. It's great to be with you this evening. You know, we got to constantly talk about Tampa Bay. You know, I had to deal with the fact that they beat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Now the Lightning win another cup. And I've got, you know, I'm going to hear that. I'll never hear the end of this. So, I mean, the guests we're going to have on today or tonight. You know, we'll, we'll get into it with them, but I'm just, you know, you know, I just get sick and tired of it sometimes. That's what just that's just what happens when the city wins too much. Well, listen, who would have thought that if you go back, even when I moved from Philadelphia just a short, you know, shy three years ago, who would have thought? First of all, I think I brought the championship down with me from Philly after Eagles won the Super Bowl. Just saying. Since then, and I've been down here, it's been nothing but championships. So I, I may not go back to Philly just so I don't take the championship back up north, but I'm just kidding. But listen, I would, you know, things can happen. We know that Tampa Bay, we, no one on as far as on the map, they haven't been heard of in a while. And now they're the sports talk of the world. So that's great for, for both the Lightning, for the Rays, and obviously for the Bucks. So not a Bucks fan, not a Bucks fan whatsoever, but still an Eagles fan. But my thing is that even Tampa Bay is getting on the map, and who knows? Because the Rays can go back and do it again. If they missed it last year, it can happen again. But without further ado here, if I do my little screen share and I do it correctly, the man, and I'll call now even the myth, the legend at this point, Greg Wolf, the, listen, I, I, there's not enough words that I can say for the most hype MC that I've ever heard in my lifetime. And the energy it brings. And if you guys didn't see it in an opening clip, I could always end up playing it again because it is absolutely ridiculous the job that he does. So without further ado, it is the man himself. Greg, how are you this evening? I'm doing good, guys. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Thank you for coming on. Greg, thanks for coming on. Awesome. Appreciate Thank it. You. No worries. Now, before I bring the next two guests on, one that, that I say is a special guest, and then the bonus special guest. Greg, I'll say this much. When, when the, the fun part is, when you're in the stands as a fan, and, mm -hmm. and you're listening, especially like the Emily Arena, I will say, it, it's, and again, I've been to many venues before. There is something truly electric, and just because it is the lightning, it is truly electric when you get down there, and it's no matter where the game stands, the fans hang in there to the very end. They don't walk out early. Even oh, no. if Tampa Bay's down by three goals, no one leaves early. That's absolutely fantastic. But the energy that you bring, it's almost like you could tell your friend, um, guess who's that? That's Greg. Give me a second. And all you got to do is just sit back and let the man do the work. So listen, thank you for what you do. Congratulations as well to you for now getting pretty soon that second illustrious ring. I know, man. It's, uh, it's unbelievable because I literally just got the first ring uh, just a few weeks ago, which uh, you showed there on my uh, Twitter feed. I kind of posted that one at the top because – Again, for me that to, to not only get a ring because at the end of the day, I don't expect those sort of things, and you know was not really expecting to get a ring. Just to be a part of the run, to be a part of the organization. It's my 14th season. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of satisfaction just in that. So for Mr. Vinick to have you know that delivered to me. Uh, during the game, as I'm getting ready to fire up the fans, is something I will never forget. 
again, 14 years of blood, sweat, and tears, all the highs, all the lows, you know, I wouldn't trade it for the world. And to just be on that mountaintop of getting this ring, and then we we just literally won the Stanley Cup again to know that we've got another one coming, it's almost hard to, to imagine. It's really hard to grasp. Um, and again, I know the talk now is all going to be about you know, the expansion and, and, you know, the salary cap and who's going to be retained and who's not. But if there's one thing that Julian Brisebois has proven is that he knows the winning combination, not saying that Steve Eiserman was not the architect all those years and getting us there. But I think the, the silent assassin, if you will, the whole time has been Julian Brisebois. So our farm system and Syracuse and the guys that we, you know, that are on our, so to speak, the next men up, uh, I'm confident in who he will find to fill those holes, whoever that may be. Obviously, it's going to suck. We're going to lose some guys. We get it. It's the nature of the business. But I'm fully confident that next season, because all of our nucleus is in place, uh, when you have Andre Vasilevsky in net, you have a chance to win every night. So oh, yeah. at the end of the day, I do like the opportunity for us to repeat next season. So uh, we're on cloud nine for every good reason to be on cloud nine. And I think we're going to continue to stay on cloud nine. Well, hold on to that thought because I'm going to play something here that you may enjoy yourself as you just mentioned a little while ago. So let me, but it's okay, Ryan, it's all right. Listen, just pass, <laughs> just smell it. Look, uh, Tim, well, matter of fact, hold on. let me let you smell it just a little bit closer. Just, uh, there you go. Right, and, and you never know. And until the day that did I get a hat? Who, who knows? It, you never know. And, and by the way, just to let you know, yeah, I did get the hat. So okay, just making one, sure you can see it clearly. There you go, okay. the Stanley so Cup you, champions hat. So you're making a jump ship from Philly? Is that it? Listen, I'm. I'll give you props to and I'm celebrating with the rest of the game here. On the bandwagon. <laughs> yeah, but listen, I'm gonna play this before. <laughs> I knew he was gonna start with me, but I want to play this. Before we bring on our next guest. legit emotion and you could tell in my face like I would and people were all around like videotaping I guess they knew it was coming I didn't know it was coming and so I was just like in awe that everybody was watching and and when you open the box you don't know what to expect there's multi-levels of rings you know what I mean obviously the player ring the one that turned the, the the cup turns like that's only for players and coaches and then there's like the executive ring and then there's like fan rings and season ticket member rings so you know I didn't know what to expect. And then when I opened the box and saw all of the bling, man, I, I, I almost lost it. So, and again, that was right before I was right as warmups were happening before I'd go up and get the crowd fired up. So that's uh that's a game I will never, ever forget at, at all, man. Unbelievable. 
listen, and, and you just said it that it's different when you when you buy one as a replica it's a whole different story and you can go around i mean a, a lot of us have obviously the one from the eagles winning the super bowl um even for the Tampa bay lightning fans from last year when you're right. able to buy the replica one it's different when you put it on as a fan and you can talk all the smack that you want to and that's the great part about it but i could only imagine just being you to be able to receive something like that i mean that's probably the most biggest prestigious award you can ever get other than you know, a lifetime achievement or something else. But just to be able to be handed that and actually have the authentic thing, it's just insane. It is. And again, that's something nobody can ever take from you because uh, it's been earned. And again, it all goes back from, it starts at the top with Jeffrey Vinnick and again, and it trickles down. And I know they say, you know, they've always preached that they're a world-class organization, but it, it's demonstrated from the top down. They didn't have to do that. You know what I mean? Like they could have given me a, you know, like the, uh, looks like the class ring version, but they could, have, they could have done with any of that. And I still would have like freaked out about it, but to really go all out, you know, that's probably the most expensive thing I own next to uh, my house and a vehicle. That's probably, I mean, that's probably worth more than my vehicle. So, uh, that's, I mean, and for somebody to gift that to you, uh it's just it's hard to put into words man like you said it's not uh it's not every day people can say that i have a stanley cup ring that i've earned the stanley cup ring because i've been with the team for so long right. um so it's just and now like you said we're getting another one. Oh my god so it's just hard to, it's hard to wrap my head around it really is well listen if if next year somehow or another I'm, I'm able to get tickets for for the home opener if you guys end up getting it for the home opener, I'm gonna find you somewhere in the crowd. All I want to okay. do is just just put your hand just somewhere close by so I can see it. Because oh, for sure, I got you, man. No worries. All right. <laughs> I will bring on now our next guest, and and I I try to think about how in the world can I do this with with our next guest. So the only way I know how to do it, and if everybody can kind of figure out who it is at this point, well, let's just say that the the, the glory can never be sung any differently than this. Yeah. It's all I can say is just goosebumps. And to bring those goosebumps to life, we have 
Miss Sonia Bryson. Yeah. Miss Sonia, how are you this evening? Thank you so much for joining us. And wow, what a rendition of that last game. Thank you, Angel and gentlemen, so much for having me. Thank you so much. Welcome. I've had such a Thank ball. <laughs> I'm glad you guys played that because I it's hard for us to hear, and Sonia can tell you that because we have earpieces in on game days. And I knew Sonia because she told me that she was going to do it because Sonia's like me right now. Our voices are shot. And so she was a little under under the weather that game. And so she told me, she's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let the crowd take it for a little while tonight. And so – when I was over in 218 with Franzone and Paul Porter and the crew and was singing along, it's hard to hear where you just played that video, how much louder it really was hearing the video than what I could hear. And that just made my heart melt because I know Sonia was like, it was amazing. And, I, and again, it was hard for me to hear it. So thank you for playing that because it was amazing to hear how loud our fans truly were singing that, Sonia. So that was amazing. All right, listen, they were. I <laughs> It's incredible. Even when you heard, when you would hear on TV now in, in the over at Studio B, and by the way, we're brought to you tonight by LG Direct Sales and Solutions Studio, uh, as I forgot to mention there in the very beginning, along with also Tampa Joe's and uh, good Lord, Goose's Money, Crystal Lounge, and Tobacconist. Uh, and I'll, I'll bring up the banner here a little bit later on, but I, in, in the Studio B over there, we have a surround sound. And so I figured, all right, well, since I can't be down there at Thunder Rally uh, for game five, then we would put it on the TV. Putting on the surround sound was oh, like, wow. and I had it cranked up as if I was at the Emily Arena because it is <laughs> ungodly, ridiculously loud in that place. And it's it's amazing to think that, okay, there's, when you, again, you think about the Southern fans, it's like, we already know the people up North, I mean, we go absolutely nuts. We're right. loud, we're ridiculous, we're obnoxious, we're everything. But when you go to the Amulet Arena, the supercharge that's in that building, I mean, you can go deaf by the end of the game because if you're on a date... <laughs> The date might last you a good maybe five minutes, but as soon as the game starts, what? Did you say you want to go out? I can't hear you. That's just how crazy loud it is, but it's it's absolutely fantastic. So this great rendition, and I I, I didn't expect it. Like, I'm pretty sure like the rest of us, that you were going to stop in the middle of the anthem, and obviously we didn't know until I saw an article as well that you had a sore throat that evening. But to hear that from the crowd, to add to game five, to add to the hype, and then the closeout with Vaseline, I mean, it's just – you could not have asked for a better series final ever, I believe, in the NHL. You know what? I, I say thank God maybe because he allowed me to still go to the game and still sing with that sore throat. Uh, um, and me knowing that, you know, I could not actually make that sound good. So I'm always worried about what, um, what I'm going to bring to the anthem. You know, and I feel strongly about the anthem and what it stands for. So in order for me not to uh, look at it as a self thing, I look at it as a team thing, as a, as a community thing, as an arena thing. So if you can help me do this, then we all can make this sound great. You know, that's what I was thinking. Yep. Listen, and we do appreciate it. Again, we, we also thank you for, again for your 20 years of service, a retired master sergeant from the Air Force, if I do remember correctly. It's tech sergeant, but thank you. Tech sergeant, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, that was close. Again, because the Air Force, the Army, I'm former uh, post-military. So when when the the, the rockers and the emblems a little bit different when it comes to the Army, Marines, Air Force, and and the Navy. So it's just a little bit different. But listen, thank you so right. much for twenty years of service. We do appreciate it because it if if it wasn't for you know the vets, the people who who serve this country, that continue to serve this country, like Ryan Zad as well, 
that served his country and then put that passion into what they believed in and the reason why they served. I mean, we, we couldn't get stuff done. So I think that as we were talking about prior to coming on here here, that I think adds to of you singing the rendition of the national anthem. And it is just, it, it's all I have to say is for everyone watching, go down. I don't, if you live in Oklahoma, go down to Tampa, <laughs> but for Sonia, just that rendition, when you guys hear it, it's just, I would imagine I'm all I'm doing is now is envisioning opening day in October down at the Amelie. And if Greg, if, if you see some lunatic running from the very top and coming down, <laughs> he's yelling, Greg, I'm here. The, the security <laughs> might tackle me, but you'll know I'm there. No doubt. No doubt. But I want to bring on as well one more person that we got as a surprise guest, which I had no idea until I spoke to him earlier today, which to me, if you add to everything that's going on tonight, having Greg on, having Sonia on, how much more beer can it get? Well, if you add, and let me bring this up here just so everyone can understand a little bit better. I'm going to bring up my screen so everyone can see here. So the Tampa Bay Lightning get to celebrate with the cigars. Now, one thing, if everybody's been on the show beforehand, and I always ask, hey, if you have a championship, what place would you go to to buy the best cigar? And normally it's Goose's Money Crystal, but I tell you what, J.C. Newman Cigar Company, and I'm, and I'm completely honored to have Bobby Newman on from, again, J.C. Newman Cigar and Company. 125 years in Ybor City. Ybor City is no cigar city. It is absolutely insane. But again, to have this man on with us tonight, is absolutely phenomenal. I wasn't expecting it. And Bobby, sir, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We do appreciate it. That's awesome. I'm like, listen, we're, we're honored. And, you know, uh, Sonia, listening to your national anthem again, I, it was incredible. incredible. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you know, also, and, and Greg, God bless you, your enthusiasm. And when you got the ring, my goodness. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, 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 a couple a couple of quick ironies here is that, that we've, this is our 126th year in the cigar business, and um, Amazing. Uh, because of Jeff Vinnick, we have a cigar lounge. The only cigar yep. lounge in the National Hockey League is the yep. Diamond Crown Cigar Lounge. Yep. And uh, yep. Uh, so that, and also Jeff Vinnick, I tell you, and I've had the opportunity to meet him a handful of times. And I always tell him the same thing that he is say when he when he leaves this earth, he's going to be sitting at the table because there's no <laughs> other professional owner in, in any other profession. Uh, professional sport that does what he does. He get as you know, and I don't think enough has been said about that. He gives fifty thousand dollars at every yep. single home game. Yep. Even, during right. the, even during the strike season, he did that. Yeah. Before we before we were live, we were talking uh, over each, each other, and I was telling uh, 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 Sonia that uh, uh, we started the we. I'm part of Southeastern Guide Dogs. I've got a lifetime yep. board membership and. We started a program called Paws for Patriots. It's now the Veterans Program. We supply uh, post-traumatic stress, emotional support, facility dogs, and gold star dogs to the to veterans across the United States, all 50 states. And Sonia, I've always wanted to meet you, and now I finally get to do. And I also want to invite every all of you, please come visit our cigar factory. We make 65,000 cigars a day there. We'll let you come wow. visit. We'll let you make cigars. And uh, Ooh. that would be awesome, man. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. So, Love that. They, and so thank you all. Uh, you say we had, uh, I, mean, I can, we, we all are pretty good talkers. We can talk for forever. So thank you, <laughs> thank you for allowing, for allowing uh, to, 
for, for allowing us to be for allowing me to be on the show as, as well. No, no problem. Listen, Bobby, you're you're welcome, and I'll I'll make sure I'll I'll grab Debbie, my producer, Sonia. She can grab uh, her husband. Greg, you can grab uh, you know my wife. Grab your wife. wife. <laughs> yep, grab your wife, and I before because I want to make sure I say wife because if not, if I say fiance or girlfriend, it's, it's, I know my wife yet. So I want to make sure. <laughs> no, no, but, no, wife. And we'll all just well caravan over there to to the cigar factory over J.C. Newman and and Bobby, believe me, it, that's a, a humongous invitation that, that we will gladly upset because. I would first of all, I love touring plays, especially when they're historic. But just to watch what you've been doing and the fight that you've been that you've kept to keep Ebor City, Cigar City, and keeping that establishment there, because I think that's one of those places when we, and we see some changes going on with Ebor City. But if that leaves that staple in Ebor City, it's kind of like you might just call it a wrap because that's been around for at this point yeah, centuries and we hope to see it for centuries more not a couple decades not just a couple years but the centuries and we do appreciate it, bobby for what you've done for for i mean going back as far as your family history for what you've done for the great city of tampa well listen it's our pleasure we uh, like what it, what, it, what uh, angel's talking about the the fda has been trying to regulate us out of business and uh, mm. we've had a lot of help with kathy castor and our, our two u.s senators and uh, so it's it's been an 12 year ride and i hope we we hope to we're on the we've been on the one foot yard line for about three years we just need to get pushed over we're doing a lot of good things to try to to get the fda off of our back mm. that. you know one, one of the great things that i'm sitting here smoking a cigar and smoking a tiny <laughs> pronounced cigar and, and uh, in, in our home is that uh one of the great things about cigars it brings people together and they're used for celebration and we couldn't think of a better celebration than Tepe Lightning winning the, uh, the the second Stanley Cup. So we had the special cigars made, uh, in, put them in glass tubes. Uh, you know, when you make history, uh, you have to smoke history. And uh, so we had the cigars. They were in the uh, in the locker room. Of course, the guys all had a great time with them. And and during the the boat parade, we we put one of our hand cigar makers on one of the boats rolling cigars. Oh, wow. Nice. So it's, oh, that's cool. Yeah, it is. It's, wow. it's been a it's been a wonderful ride. You know what? What the Tampa Bay Lightning have meant so much to this the community of Tampa and also to the entire National Hockey League. And I don't mm -hmm. think we get enough credit for it. I know it upsets my wife and me. We don't think <laughs> we get our due respect uh, on the national media on television. So they're always talking mm -hmm. about the other team. Yeah, that kind of excuses why they're losing to the Lightning, and uh, so uh, it's so true. Just, like, just incredible. But I will tell you this: so uh, we've ra we have two sons, twenty three and twenty seven. We raised them in the Judeo Christian uh, karma. You you reap what you sow, and yes. I had the opportunity. I, I saw Mr. Venick uh, with him three weeks ago, along with Mark Van Trees, and um, we. And I, I told him that he, he deserves. I said, "You're going to win the, the you're going to win the Stanley Cup because of all that you've done." The yep. hundred, the thousands of people he, underprivileged people, mm -hmm. people with uh, challenges that the people he touched and changed. Listen, Southeastern Guide Dogs. He's he's given us a several uh, fifty thousand dollar grants. Yep. The first American serviceman to lose both eyes in the Global War on Terror. Young Marine in, in two thousand four. Uh, Corporal Michael Jernigan was the first recipient. From, uh, uh, from Southeastern Guide Dogs to receive that. And then we, we had several of our young 
male and female uh, veterans from the Gulf War who told, would tell their story there within a couple of weeks of taking their own life until they received their service dog. And Mr. Vank has been incredibly supportive. And I think I, I speak for all of the nonprofits in the Tampa Bay area. Yeah. Um, you know, what's crazy, too, is people don't realize, uh, you know, the global series in Stockholm um, a few few years ago, actually, was really what kicked off our first uh, run here in the Stanley Cup. When we and I actually was privileged enough to to be selected by the NHL and actually hosted that event over in Stockholm, uh, where we took on Buffalo and swept them on our way to win the Stanley Cup. Um, but even when we were in Stockholm, he still did the Community Hero Award in Stockholm and awarded the the fifty thousand uh, dollars. And I do believe we did it both nights, even though Buffalo's mm-hmm. home night was the first or the first night and ours was the second. He still did the $50,000 and donated it to local hockey initiatives in Sweden for the youth, uh, for youth organizations. So even when it wasn't in, even wasn't in our own community, he still honored his commitment to give back overseas. That really blew my mind. And he was there to present it too, I should add as well. So he is next level. You know, and uh, he's the sixth man uh, on the basketball team, if you will. That's why one of the reasons <laughs> one. And yeah, uh, so it, it's you know, and also another irony is uh, you all know Todd Lewicki, greatest yep. in the world. Todd left. He's awesome. And he mm-hmm. uh, went to the NFL, and we had hoped he'd be mm-hmm. the next CEO of the NFL. Now he's back in Seattle, his home. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he's a great cigar smoker as well. Dear friend, <laughs> one, of the, one of the kindest smartest man he's, he's a, awesome he's a clone of, of, of mr venick sure mm-hmm. so all, all good stuff but uh it's gonna take a while you know something great happens in your life like what has happened with the tampa lightning it's gonna take a, a long time to not not say get over this but just you we're still absorbing it i think it's yeah. mm-hmm. so anyway thank you angel no, no problem, Bob. Thank you once again for coming on. I believe me, it, the 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 pleasure and honor is all mine because it, it, with people again in the community. First of all, again, and and Philly does a lot for the community as well. Don't get me wrong, because of, um, the Camp Out for Hunger, the one thing that, that Philadelphia tries to do every single year, and uh, ninety three WMR, the radio station back home, when they they set out a goal every year to meet and or achieve that goal, and they do every single year. The Eagles actually are a big part of that as well. Um, the Flyers get involved with the Flyers charity wise. So, and the Sixers do their part along with the Phillies. But if it's not for the people, the leaders in the community to help out, to make things work, to make things happen, and then to add that to the people who live in the community, I mean, it, there, there's no teams. There's no, there's no cohesiveness. With Vinick, as I'm, I'm learning more and more with the owner of the Tampa Bay Lightning, and you can hear almost on a daily basis, if not read what that man does and the organization does in the community for Tampa Bay, it's absolutely insane. And I think that's why the fans are so passionate when they go to the Amelie Arena. First of all, it's it's, it's beyond friendly atmosphere, number one. But when you mm-hmm. go there, it, it, it's just when you walk in, you could have the worst day. And I mean, everything could have gone wrong that day with your you know car could have broken down. You know, the dog may have run away, whatever the case may be. But you walk into the Emily Arena and it's like and I'm horrible when I try to do that angel song. I'm like, what? Like, I'm here. It's right. the Emily. But that's the feeling that you get because when you walk in, it's just, it's the welcome 
it's, you know, thanks for being here. When you watch the pictures up on the board, especially when you can post your picture up on Instagram, then you'll see it back on the big screen. All mm -hmm. that is involved because of the community, because of people like the owners like Vinick, where they're able to give back and then the fans give back by coming to the game and supporting the mm -hmm. team. So if it isn't people like, you know, Bobby Newman for Greg Wolf and Sonia, I mean, if, if you guys weren't a part of this, we would be talking about a whole different type of show here. But because you guys add so much to the community, to the team, and you bring so many people in, you know, it's just, it's incredible. It, it truly is. And, and watching, especially with Greg and Sonia, just, you know, that tandem duel, when you watch them down the ice prior to the game starting, and, I, and I've been fortunate enough to at least go into about 10 games down here. A season ticket holder probably won't be for a while because that costs a pretty good money and comes to Stanley Cup now, I'm pretty sure it's gone up some more. Yeah. For the times that we've been privileged enough to go down there, I've never had a bad experience. And I've been to some playoff games. But I think with Vinick and his, his son who got married this past Saturday, mm -hmm. all of us would have loved to seen, obviously, the parade going on over the weekend. We didn't know until after the wedding was over, the reason why it went on on Monday. But for the amazing parade they put together last year during the pandemic, for this year as well, unfortunately, that monsoon that came in uh, <laughs> dampened that spirit. Yeah. But holy moly, <laughs> man. But I tell you what, at, at, there's – the owners, and, and I will say Dan Snyder from the Flyers, Dan Snyder was also very heavily involved in the community, and, and Fuji could attest to that one. He made sure when, whenever he came across to you and he spoke to you, he didn't speak to you like he just didn't know you. He was basically the owner of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Where if, if he had a moment, he would stop, he would talk to you, he would listen, he would get involved as much as he possibly can. And he's greatly missed because he's the, the late, great Dan Snyder. But <clears throat> it, it's just, it's it's amazing to me what, the organization continues to do in Tampa. And like I said, you can read about it anywhere around the Bay Area. You can read about it in Georgia because, I mean, there's folks that, that, are, that are coming to find out about the Lightning organization a lot more as time progresses. And I know you hear about, you know, all oh, their cheaters or this or that. I, I beg to differ because in order to cheat, and I guess you can talk about it if you wanted to about the Patriots back then, you could have. But it's a whole different type of cheating. To me, it's one of those things that the organization put a, a solid team together. The owner, your GM, everyone believes in this organization. And now they've proven with back-to-back -back wins that they're able to do it. So keep doing what Vinick is doing in the community because I'm telling you, that, that parade spoke volumes as far as how much it meant to him. And even with John Cooper, as he passed right in front of us, and I got the video here on cue, but as he passed in front of us, you, John Cooper, the one thing I will say, the first year, Greg, and, and, and you may attest to this as well, when, when they were swept out mm -hmm. just a shy two years ago, right. even I was like, oh, my God, what just happened? Because mm -hmm. you figured they were on top of the NHL world. Right. And then to be swept out, it was one of those things that you really worried, like, okay, is John safe? Is he gone? Right. Mm -hmm. Is this it? <laughs> then you forward on to the next season. And then as soon as the season started, because you start hearing little chatter here and here, okay, John, you know, this is it. You know, we can't have the same season as we did last year. And not only did he say without words, just in actions, I know what I did wrong last year. I got mm -hmm. this. Don't worry about yep. it. Yep. Then to come back and win it. First of all, the tremendous season that we're having, then they continue it in the bubble to win it in the bubble, come home, have fun in front of fans. And then celebrate it and basically stay quiet. The man never boasted, bragged, nothing. One thing I will say about John Cooper is he doesn't come on the mic and just like, you know what? Yeah, I knew we were going to do this. Yeah, I got this in the bag. <laughs> right. Just very humble. And then That's not his personality. Right. 
But you go into this season and you look at it again, and it's one of those things, okay, you just came off the high from last season. So the beginning of this season is, could he do it again? And again, it was almost like one of those things, ah, hold on, I might have one more left in the bag. And to do it again, but this time actually in front of the hometown crowd, I would have loved to have been there inside the arena. Don't get me wrong. I wish I could have done it. We could have done it game four when we were all there with the fans because I've never seen 17,000 fans watching a screen for the most part. <laughs> Truthfully, 17,000 yeah. fans, and there wasn't a sold – I mean, there was this, all the seats were sold out. There wasn't an empty seat in the house, and it was insane, the mm-hmm. noise that was coming out of that place. You would have thought that the Lightning was actually playing on home ice. It, it was just nuts. That, and I have to bring up, too, someone's prediction – and game three, <laughs> that was absolutely insane. Who saw that one coming? But I, I, I got a matter of fact. Let me let me see if I got that one here on cue because yeah, that yeah. was that was a fun night. Where's uh, I got that one right here? Where am I? The hockey I gods I were on my side that night. That's for sure. <laughs> that definitely was. But now you know what? One thing before I show that, there's one thing too. This will not give it any kind of justice. But I, I want to. I'm going to show this quick video and then I want to talk about it here real quick. Now that night in particular, the it, it was going to rain. The, the winds were picking up in the whole nine yards. So with all of us outside, we're like, oh, we may not make it. But at, during a regular game day, and like I said, when when the thunderbug comes out, and Greg comes outside, and then you got the drum, and you're getting ready to get the, the crowd worked up. There is I've never seen it ever in my lifetime, and maybe other arenas they may have it. I'm not too sure. But when they, when basically once you get the crowd hyped up in Thunder Alley and then you see them, that sea of blue going up the steps every single whole game, even with the fans that come in, the visiting fans that come in from out of town, I'm telling the the energy starts outside and just carries right up them steps. It's insane. It really is insane. And I, I can't, I would, I could brag on for days and days, but. <laughs> And, and by the way, Fuji, you know it's not a bandwagon thing, okay? It's one of those things. You move down to Tampa, all this crazy you stuff goes you on. You get me fired up and started, my man. <laughs> I'm, I'm Philly four for four to the day. <laughs> Listen, what you don't know is there's so many uh, snowbirds here mm-hmm. in Tampa from your side of the 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 the, the place there. And yep. we have snowbirds who have turned have turned into to Tampa Bay Lightning fans. So yeah. there you go. <laughs> you, mean, you mean Philly, don't you? Yeah, Philly. You'll see <laughs> Philly, fan, Philly, fan, Philly fan will have the Lightning jersey underneath, and then they'll put the Phil Flyer jersey. And when Flyers are getting their asses whooped, then the Philly jersey comes off. And now, now I'm a Lightning fan. It's a trip. That's true. Trip. Greg and our fans, will, and then our fans want, will see that and call them out too. It's great. You want these Chicago fans coming down there becoming lightning fans? There, no. there are Chicago people here. I promise you. I used yep. to live right next door to a a New York Rangers fan guy, and every single time I left to go to the game, we would leave at the same time because he used to work at the Amelie. He was a part timer, and when we would leave out at the same time. If we were playing the Rangers, he wouldn't look at me. He wouldn't even pay me any attention going to his car. But if we were not playing anybody that he liked, he would be like, go Bulls! <laughs> Fair enough. 
That's the way it is. The only matter of fact, I I think the Chicago Blackhawks fans, I want to say, is probably the most I've seen at the Amelie Arena as far as the the other than the, the Florida Panthers, the other team down south, but whatever. Um, but when it comes down to the I I'm almost certain the Blackhawks I've seen the most, them and maybe Toronto. Maybe. As far what as opposing as far as opposing fans in our building? Yeah, as far as like well, as in numbers. Okay, well, not so much anymore. I will tell you that. Like, it's far and few between that you'll see opponent jerseys in our building. I think our fans now, we have enough of a fan base that you won't see, like, back in the day where they would unload season ticket members were unloading, you know, for the bigger matchups so they can make money on their seats. You don't really see that that much. But I would say our biggest rivals, I mean, Chicago fans travel well. Um, mm -hmm. you know, Philly fans, you know, Philly fans so always but it's, well. but it's really, it's we Boston, always represent. It's, well, for Amley though, it's Boston fans who really come and try to talk the most mess Detroit, right. but we've destroyed mm -hmm. Detroit for like the last decade. So they've kind of vanished. <laughs> they it's don't really, come anymore. Yeah. It's really flyer Blackhawk. I mean, you will get Toronto fans because obviously they come down and enjoy our weather and they come down here for spring break and there's always a game around that time. So come on down and let's take your money and then you can go back with your L's. <laughs> um, but I would say Chicago, I would say um, Boston and Philly are probably as far as North teams, even the Rangers here and there, but really Philly, right. uh, Chicago and Boston would be the three. Philly represents and travels well all over. Let me ask the Tampa brethren then, why haven't the Buccaneers and – the Rays captured the city of Tampa St. Pete mm -hmm. like the Lightning have. I would say because of everything that Angel's been talking about, and it starts with Jeffrey Vinnick, and the fact that the community has seen how much he's not only transformed the, the community and the charity aspect, but what he's done for downtown in Water Street and the redevelopment oh, yeah. of our city, it's like you should see – where our downtown, what it looks like from five years ago to what it looks like right now and what it's still mm -hmm. being built. So it's the investment into the city, how much he's changed the dynamic of our city on top of all the community stuff, on top of redoing the building, which he doesn't even own. The city right. owns the lease. So he's putting millions of dollars into a building that he doesn't even own. That on top of the product he's put on the ice has culminated into this being a city of Bolts Nation. Now, the Buccaneers now, I would say, are right there with us because Tom Brady has brought us a championship in the first year. So now that whole um, that whole spin is, is intertwined with the Lightning Nation. The Rays are also – I mean, that's one thing. We, we use the, the term Team Tampa Bay because there is crossover in support. The Rays support the Bucks. The Bucks support the Lightning. The Lightning support the Rowdies. We are all – Team Tampa Bay, and that's another reason why I think our fan bases are growing so fast is because it's not always like that. You don't see the Patriots giving all the Boston love all the time and the Boston Red Sox players giving, you know, the Bruins love like we do in our city, and I think that has transcended a lot of sports uh, um, relationships, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. And it does, but it starts with ownership, and honestly, the Rays' ownership has not been on the same level of Mr. Vinnick, the Buccaneers, you know, they have Manchester United, so they have other investments and interests. So Vinnick has captivated our city. The team has captivated the city. And now that we have back-to-back -back championships, I don't know if that's ever going to go away. How do you ever top that unless 
the Bucks win another Super Bowl, which is very well possible with all 22 starters returning this season, which has never happened in the history of the National Football League in a salary cap era. And the Rays still have a chance this season as well to do something. So mm-hmm. it's a mentality now. It's Champa Bay. If the White House is out there tweeting Champa Bay, it's a mentality. Mm-hmm. And who would have thought 20 years ago we were the laughing stock of the sports world? Well, not anymore. We have now mm-hmm. transcended that, and this is the home of champions. Greg, just to touch on that, I mean, Tampa, it's a lot of transplants from all over the world, the United States. Sure. Um, you know, like I said, you know, Philly fans, we all do travel well. And, yep. I mean, I, you know, nobody cared about the Buccaneers up until Brady, you know, yep. just walked into Tampa last You're year. right. You're right. I mean, from what Angel told me, they don't even draw. And it's sad because – Who I doesn't draw? The Buccaneers didn't draw up until last year, basically. Well, the product and, has well, they've been and, they've gotten better, and then the, Brady came and got them over I, the hump. I went I went to Tampa last year to see the Devil Rays, and that stadium was basically well, a cemetery. It was dead. Like it's a shame because they got a phenomenal form system. They yep. you know they groom great talent, but yep. they can't draw. It's right. It's not like Philly, Boston, New York, Chicago. You know, just. The diehard, you know, like I said, it's transplants from all over. Sure. Right. Well, I, think, again, I think it was so, so goes the, the quarterback, so goes the team at times, you know, right. at least for us, you know. And once we got a really good one, you know, I mm-hmm. just think it just kind of came together as a as a perfect package. Yeah. I, listen, Greg, Greg. No, I was going to say, like, again, ownership and what they do to rally the community the rays have done a good job as far as involvement in the community but like you said the transplant aspect if i'm and i i'm from dc and i will always love the skins or i'm not allowed to call them that anymore the washington football team but whatever i i have childhood memories of my family and my dad going to rfk stadium and like i moved down here in 92 and I will still always have love for the Redskins. So being a transplant to wash from Washington DC to Tampa, but I knew I have to support the home team. It doesn't matter if my heart will always be a skins fan. I'm going to support the bucks. They're going to be number one. And then the Redskins are going to be number two. I grew up a Capitals fan, Dino Cicerelli days. Like that was my team. And then I moved to Tampa, the lightning started and I will always forever now be diehard lightning fan. So until you can, and transform those fans that come from other other markets to become invested in mm-hmm. the team here locally, then you're mm-hmm. never going to win that. And I think the Rays have had a, a trouble doing that because of so many New York fans, so many Boston fans, and we play in the same division. And those are the games when you go to the Trop, those are the ones that are, are almost sold out it's because you've got both fan bases coming to watch those games. But how are you going to turn, you know, Yankee fan who moved from New York, who still wants to have that allegiance, how are you going to get them to become – a Rays fan first. And again, that starts with the team and, and building those relationships and those memories in the community. And again, not knocking them because we're always focused on what we're doing and our seasons kind of mm-hmm. don't really mesh, but um, it starts with ownership. And Mr. Vinnick is the one that's captivated our city and everybody in the community has rallied around that for all the reasons we've talked about. And that's mm-hmm. why I feel like this, this, this team is forever going to be a Tampa Bay lightning city. I mean, besides the, the the Lightning winning back-to-back cups, or the Lightning basically the toast of the town over the Buccaneers and the Rays. Oh yeah, yeah, easily. I would say so. <laughs> yeah, easily because you got to figure. And again, the Rays, you know, not for nothing, but the ownership 
Okay, so you have, I'm going to, Vinick, Bobby, yeah. right, as a staple of Tampa, with, you know, you're talking about lightning and the cigars. Yep. Rays, you kind of lower it just about down to here. The problem is that one, it's a constant battle between the mayor, the city, and the mm -hmm. team. Then yeah. they want to become, for some ungodly reason, the X-Rays. They want to do this two-team thing, and it's not working out too well for the Rays. They All they want was a brand-new stadium to get out of Tropicana Field and because as they're trying to work things in St. Pete, trying to figure things out, Mayor Kreisman doesn't want the taxpayers to pay for a brand-new stadium. The owners don't want the Rays to stay there anymore because they can't work along with Kreisman. I mean, there's so many battles going on that that's why there's a separation because when you want to go to a, to a game – you and now I'll, I'll, I'll use the dating reference analogy again. So when you go down, if you meet, you know the the girl, the guy, your dreams, and and you go on, it's like you know if um if I go with Debbie, if Debbie and I go down to the Tampa Bay Lightning game, and let's say that now that we've been together now for for over two years, but if we were first dating, it's like oh yeah, listen, I'm going to take you down to the Lightning game. She might have been impressed then, like wow, that's great, you know, that, that's a fun date, you know, we're going to have a lot of uh, a great time. Now with with saying that, then if you if I take the same date now, but I take them with a race, like, wait, what? Where are we going? That's where we're going. And it's again nothing against the organization, but it's the honest God's truth. Because when anybody goes down there, it's you, listen, Yankees fans, Red Sox fans could tell you this is our home. You guys just show up. This is our home because they take over. So the Rays have separated themselves so much that it's just a fan base. It's just it's not there. I mean, when you're well, giving away tickets for five bucks, it, it's, I don't want to say it's so sad, but it's just, it's so bad. And then when you walk around the venue, it's like, it, it's a fun place. Don't get me wrong, Trevor kind of feel it's a, it's a fun place. It's a whole different type of environment. Right. It's a fun place, but it's, it's just, it's just the way you feel. It's like, it's not even White Castle. I don't even know what it is. It, Wait, that's how so bad the organization is to make it even into a food reference, but I, I don't know. Well, let me, ask, let me ask you this then. Do you think the Rays would, like want to move out of Tampa because they're kind of in that shadow or, or no? I mean, they're trying to give them half the, half the time to Montreal, which I think having a split season, I don't think the, the, the major league baseball players association is going to allow that because there's just so many legalities and things involved with that. So I don't, and that's way above my pay grade, but how is you as a fan? Imagine a Philly fan. You just said if it's the, the, the Phillies or if it's the, the, the Yankees or any – imagine them, the Yankees, having to share half of their season in New York and then half of a season in Toronto or something. Fans would be like, are you kidding me? We're not sharing yeah. our team. So how, yeah. how as a fan are you supposed to embrace that idea going, oh, yeah, I'm cool with, you know, seeing my team <laughs> at, at the Trop half the season and then the rest I don't get to see. I got to watch them. It doesn't make sense. So no. even the fact that we're talking about it, it's a turnoff for a fan. And if I'm a Rays fan, I'm pissed. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. how, it just doesn't – it's hard to compute that idea of splitting a professional team with another country. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I wish they had – the deal had not fallen through for them to go to Ebor. I think that would have been beautiful. Yeah. It, imagine a game – imagine the city of Tampa in October or April – with a baseball stadium right smack in the middle of Ybor City, not right. a 70,000 sta fan stadium, a smaller stadium in Ybor yeah. City. Imagine a game night where you have the lightning game and right down the road, <laughs> you've got a Rays game. What that would yeah. do for the economy and the trolley rides and the bars and the restaurants 
to have yeah. two game nights on the same night in downtown. That would be yeah. vibrant for the city. I can only mm -hmm. imagine what that would have been like. And they mm -hmm. can't seem to get it to work. It's just no. it's my model. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Just just remember though. <laughs> If a certain manager of a certain baseball team wanted to take a certain pitcher out in game six last year. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that can be debated forever. I thought it might have been a whole different story in Tampa had that not gone down. Yeah. So I guess we'll never know. We, sure. won't. <laughs> no, we won't. You sure won't. Listen, again, I, and who knows? Hopefully the Rays will make another push. Uh, obviously, the team that they lost to the very first time around was to the Philadelphia Phillies back in 2008. And I, yep. when I go into Tropicana Field, I do see the banner up there, and I kind of do it because one of those things wow. that, yeah, we're fortunate, bless you, Thank for, you. Uh, for Thank that you. to happen. But And and who knows? But I, I want to bring it Okay. But, you know, one of those things is – I wanted to bring back the, the video, and I, I knew I, I brought it up here, and I lost it. But when it comes to, again, I, there, there's just nothing like nothing <laughs> like when it comes to, to the lightning. But this was a prediction that one gentleman in, prediction, uh, in particular that's here in the room had made, and, it, and it's crazy exactly how this prediction worked out. Yeah. Fast forward a little bit here, but <laughs> we have to bring some more energy tonight. That's all. It's coming though. Right? It sure is. <laughs> but just going to show you before you uh, before you come on, Greg. So I don't want to cut you off when when the hype comes on. But this coming. goes to show you, yeah, it goes to show you how much electricity there is in that place. It's undoubtedly ridiculous. Yeah. Our graphics people are just fire. Oh yeah. This is why I say, and, and, and right after the countdown here, it's not too long ago when, when Greg comes on, but this goes to show you, even when you see this countdown, it's just, again, it's amazing what they do at the Amelie Arena for everything that they put together and then the loudness in that place, of, boy, it, it just, it goes through I still feel it and it's a couple days later. And, and you can just feel it. It's just, it's amazing. It really is. Yeah, they're, uh, they're next level, man, with the production game. And all of this is because of one gentleman. His name is John Brandon. He is a king of all of pregame. It's amazing. The maestro with Prince of Darkness.
And sure yeah. enough, we got yep. two in the third or second, and we got two in the third. Sure six, did. Six to two that game was, I believe. Or six yeah. to three, something like that. Yeah. Six to yeah. three, yeah. It was listen it, it, again. It it was amazing at, at that point when you were sitting in the stands. Now that the one thing I, I'll admit here, as so my my girlfriend, my producer here, she says, "All right, it's gonna be date night, right? You're not gonna record anything." Uh, <laughs> no. Now, mind you, I always record it when I go down to, to Emily Arena because it's just again, it's it's feeling the energy, and she knows it. Like she'll look at me, she'll smile. She said, "But you're not going live, right?" And now I was truthful. I didn't go live that night. I didn't go live for you. <laughs> But I did record from the stuff. But it's because, again, it's it's the energy that you feel. And then when the, as, as the game started in the first, here I'm recording like in the beginning uh, when the, the intro comes on, the in-between segments as they get the, the crowd fired up. Um, then when Titus O'Neill comes on, he does his speech. So I'm, I'm recording all these different little segments. Well, in the meantime, we had bought food. So the game starts, and I'm thinking to myself, you know what? I should wait. But the chicken's going to get cold. And nope, you know what? I'm going to eat. Well, I should have listened to my own self because what happens? Piece of chicken goes in the mouth. Go. I'm like, are you? So now I get the camera. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, funny faces. I'm trying to record. So now I put the phone down. I'm like, I'm oh, great. And he did it. And so now I take the second piece of chicken and, and almost like back-to-back goals. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. And now I thought in my head, like, all right, now this will be my opportune time. I've been waiting to, to get a celebration goal here with everybody else that they probably wouldn't do it. Greg comes out in a second, says we need two and two. Ta-da, that's what ends up happening. So, listen, it was it's, – it's just – it's amazing. And then from any angle in that place, whether it's that small screen that you see, in, like, in front where we were sitting at, to the yeah. larger screen, it doesn't matter because there isn't a bad seat in the house at the Amelie Arena. There isn't. And then – there's another video that I want to bring up, which I thought this young man here, and, and I, I'm not too sure what his name is, and I got a, it's a picture with with Sonia and this young gentleman. But this is probably one of the cooler yeah. parts that happens, and and hopefully you can hear the music, and and it's going to be probably a little bit smaller. Unfortunately, I can't make it enlarged because again, the way I had my phone, the way I was holding it, but the dance off <laughs> cam, it, it, yeah. It Yeah, that's Ellis. 
That is, he is amazing. <laughs> it's funny, and he will just he will continue dancing. If that music, if the music goes on all night, he will just dance all night long, and that's mm-hmm. it's just it's amazing. And again, but that goes to show you, as we talked about just a little bit earlier, when you're talking about building the community, that's yeah. part of the community. And then with with uh, Pat Maroon at the very end of the game mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. go give him a high yeah. five. That was just, I mean, you talk about making someone's year. Yeah. Yeah. He got, the, he, got to hold, he got to hold the cup yesterday too, which was, uh, they yeah. had him involved. He was hanging out with Kucherov, drinking. Yeah. You know, I don't think he was drinking, but Kucherov was drinking. With him. Um, <laughs> he was, but, he was on know, the boat with the guys. He was. He was, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, they made his life. I mean, I know that kid is on cloud nine today. Uh, I mean, he's been on cloud nine the whole playoff run. He's become our, our good luck charm. It actually started mm-hmm. at a watch party. We noticed him. Uh, I think it was the first round versus Florida. We noticed him in the crowd dancing. And like you said, he was throwing down. We're like, who is that kid <laughs> throwing down? And we didn't even realize at the time, you know, that he has Down syndrome because we can't see all no. the way across. We're just like, that kid is working it. And yeah. then the more we got in, you know, the story a little bit about him, um, the, the game day crew said, we need this kid to come back for the next one and the next one. So they started working with his family and uh, made sure that he was back every single game not only for just the watch parties but for the games and he literally has become our uh adopted blue crew member this season mm-hmm. and every every game he'd be on the screen dancing his behind off he nobody could beat him <laughs> in the dance off and um you know he became an instrumental part of our run and so much so that the, the news media picked up on it i mean they were interviewing me about it they were interviewing sonia about him and um <laughs> They took it next level yesterday, and they invited him on the trolley. They invited him on the parade. They, you know, gave him the Stanley Cup. And, I mean, that, again, shows how invested the team is in the community. It doesn't matter who they are. If they're a star, we're going to make them a star. And uh, and Ellis was that, was that shining star for us this season. And we're so thankful that uh, he was on this journey with us. And it's true because I'm, I'm telling you, there's – people will understand like once, once you come down here, you get the experience. And even if you're a snowbird, but if you come down to your experience, even if you stay here for three months, it's, you will understand what it's like to the image, just make that conversion like over mm-hmm. as a lightning fan, because it's, the people just treat you like you've been around for years. It's, they don't mm-hmm. care. Even mm-hmm. I was saying this mm-hmm. much when, when the Islanders were here, even as much as there, everyone could have busted the worst out of the Islanders, still the Lightning fans were like, "Hey, you know how's it going? Enjoy it, welcome." And it's, and it's you go to Philly, you're not getting out of Philly. So you come to Philly, um, I'm sorry, bro, that way, yeah. <laughs> but, but it's a whole different culture. It's just the way it works. But with the Lightning organization, it's just it's it's completely different. It's signing day. That's why I can go on forever when it comes down to it. But again, thanks to Vinnegan yeah. and and just the job that everybody does. It's it's amazing. But I, I want to talk about a, another support member here too. Where is that? Uh, this support member here. <laughs> oh so, yeah, yeah. That is my great heavy. <laughs> so, and and I want to know something because I, I know we haven't asked as far as many questions when, when it comes to you, when it comes to organization, how did you, first of all, I, I'm pretty sure your husband's very happy that uh, with everything you've done, first of all, in your life, in your career, and then being able to be a, a, a back-to-back champion here as a national anthem singer. Mm-hmm. When, when you got started or how did you get the call in order to be with the Lightning organization and become the national anthem singer? It wasn't really a call. Believe it or not, I started out with the Rays. Um, I was active duty um, at MacDill Air Force Base, and they have a listing of singers on the base. 
Um, so when calls come in from the community asking for an active duty singer, um, they go through that list. So fortunate for myself, um, everybody on the list could not be uh, found or you know contacted, so it was me. Um, I went out there and sang for their military appreciation night. Um, in the process, one of our other um, game presentation people, her name is Kelly Yellowshan, she was looking for my contact information. In the meantime, um, I also sing for other events in the city. So I sang for a USO event and the USO uh, people paid me back kind of by bringing me to a Bucks game that next Sunday. Um, and that was awesome. I got to be in there, um, up in their uh, suite. And John Franzone, who is the VP of game presentation, uh, was there and I got to meet him. And somehow my command chief got hooked into that same suite and he acted as my agent, asking John to have me come and do an audition. <laughs> so that happened. Um, I met them for an audition, went up in the crow's nest with um, Mr. Franzone and Christoph, our beloved uh, organist. Um, they found my key. I sang it about three times and the rest is pretty much history. Yeah. Wow. It's, a, it's stories that you won't hear other places. And it's just, it, it's just, it's amazing. It, but again, it, it, it just goes to show you that when you have a passion and desire to do something, you can and will get it done. And it's just, it's incredible. I mean, it's, I think for, for anyone, first of all, when, when, when you love your country as much as a, a lot of us do, that anthem means the world. When you have someone that, again, has been with the service and they sing that anthem, it just it makes that intensity a lot higher. Uh -huh. So, uh -huh. Sonia, we can't thank you enough for what you do. Again, not only for the service, what you did for our country, for what you do as your own family, and then what you do for your organization in the city of Tampa. So thank you so much for everything that you do. We really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. And, you know, I want to shout out my husband just one more time. I know you showed a picture of him. <laughs> but he is my rock, let me tell you. There are some nights when, because I have MS, um, I got diagnosed like a year, well, right before I retired from the Air Force, um, and I don't always have good days, um, but this guy right here, he keeps me he keeps me straight. He keeps me mobile, he keeps me moving through crowds. Sometimes I get stuck in crowds because everybody wants to take a photo. He'll grab me by the hand and just snatch me and roll me on out, um, and I, I love him for that because he knows when I get really tired, you know, I really can't do a lot for myself. So he's been there for me. He's my rock and, and I love him so much. Well, well, Angel, I, I'm quite sure he does appreciate it. But I, I want to show uh, a couple more couple more clips here before I let you guys go. The one the <coughs> one being and, and if if you guys don't go, there's a there's a song, Greg, and I and I wish I can remember the name of the song and I can't. But I'm gonna play the tune because this one here is this song always gets through me like it, it goes right through me you started playing it at the park yesterday and believe it or not when we were coming so we were at the very end of the boat parade over by uh armature works and we were sitting next to the 10 tampa bay crew uh as far as the newscast uh ryan bass and carolina reed if i remember correctly as far as the, there are two mm -hmm. names but we were next to them and and by the time the last boat had gone through then we went to armature works real quick and then started walking across Greg, I could hear you from the bridge. <laughs> That's how I'm you're talking about being pumped. Because I'm looking around, like, wait, I hear that voice. It sounds like Superman. I can hear it. It's nearby. And, and from the bridge, you can hear Greg. But then the, when we walked into, again, before the monsoon happened, it's this yeah. song that was playing at, at full capacity. That's the wrong one. Hold on for a second.
Yeah, that song is called Tsunami. I'm not sure the name of the artist, uh, no, but I you can probably look it up. It's called Tsunami. Yeah. It's listen, it it you go inside the Amelia, I it, it's like like a thunderous bass that goes through you. You literally want that's why I keep referencing it as a date. So not only can you go for a good game, if you want to go to a club, you want to impress somebody right. really well. You, listen, where are we going tonight? We're going to Club Emily. What's that? Don't worry about it. It's gonna happen. Yeah. yeah. It, it's just all combined in one. It's it's a lot of fun. But to to bring Bobby back into this, because I, I want to show John Cooper on the boat, and mm -hmm. I do believe he had one of Bobby's celebratory cigars. Tampa doesn't know how to party at all, man. No, not, at all. <laughs> not at all. Oh, real. Thank you for showing that, Angel. Oh, you're welcome. Listen, again, I'm, that cigar, now I know where you got it from. See, it, it, it all comes around right. full circle, but that was that was great. And there was a couple other players, too. They, they were enjoying oh, yeah. the cigar, so that, it was just amazing. The other thing that I, I'm very happy about that we got to see again from one person in particular, because we were able to witness Yanni Gord last year. Chugging beers in front of us. Well, this was like part two of last year. Listen. Listen, he was doing belly slides on a dolly on the stage <laughs> in the middle of a hurricane. Okay. Like that guy was lit city. Like, whoa. They were at that point, by the time they got to the celebration in the park, they were donezo. So, yeah. But you know what? That's the whole point. They worked right, so right. hard for that, you know? It was it's awesome. true. That's why it, it makes it so much fun because, I mean, you could see it again. Last year, you could see it. I, I think that. Now, where we were at, again, at Armature Works, last year during COVID, it was funny because people were like, oh, my God, look at the people down there in Florida. Oh, my God, they're all going to die. Well, none of us died, thankfully. Right. But, right. you know, it was it was just people were tired of being inside. People were just tired mm -hmm. of not doing normal, you know, things that we do in Florida, which is being outside 90% of the times. So when, yeah. when the parade came around, it was so much fun and a euphoric feeling that you had 
I mean, you you didn't know. And and matter of fact, if if I got a picture, where is it here? As I scroll around for it, we thought last year when that oh, yeah. when I was going into the sunset last last year, which yep. by the way, from this picture here, um, with uh, Lou Shen, Stephen Stamkos, and and Victor Hedman, or yeah, with uh, the championship from last year, but. You know, who again, you never saw it coming from last year into this year. But it's, I mean, it's just, it's well deserved for the hard work those guys put in for the times that that you just didn't know what was going to end up happening. It, time, it's it just, there's the feeling of knowing what it feels like to be a family and a team. They've done it within the last two years, especially around Tampa Bay, because you can't go anywhere anymore around Tampa Bay without seeing something lightning. I don't care what it is Everywhere. a sticker, a pencil, a pen, a hat. Everything lightning gear, and so yep. maybe Rays, y'all need to wake up. Just I'm just saying, just a little bit. Y'all need to wake up just a little bit. But I wanted to the one I know I had the, the one that I wanted to kind of leave with here to, to kind of wrap up the show because I believe me, I can go on forever because it's just so much fun celebrating the the, the Bulls championship. But speaking about Vinick, this was him uh-huh. yesterday, and again, all these videos, and I got tons of them, but this is the one yesterday oh, uh, boy. in the cup. Now, which you couldn't hear at the very end there, when he brought it back down, everybody thought he was screaming because he was like, champions. She was like, no, it's heavy. <laughs> Listen, he was knee deep at that point. You could tell all that wetness. All that wetness was not sweat. That was beer and champagne and everything else on him, man. So I'm sure by that point in the parade, he was a little saucy. Oh, yeah. Right. This, again, it's just... It's so much. It's it's a shame because you don't want to close it out. I wish they would have been able to say, you know what, we're going to do it again this Saturday, just because yeah. we missed out as far as to do the rest of the celebration. But I understand the guys got to go home, spend the time right. with the families. Mm-hmm. The trophy's mm-hmm. going back up to Montreal, get buffed out, come right back. What yep. I do hope though is that at one point that they're able to put at least a Stanley Cup on display somewhere, so the mm-hmm. fans are able to take a picture and and. I'm I think they will. Happen. I mean, again, last year we were in COVID times and it was just, we, nobody could touch the cup. You couldn't be near it. And it was just, it was very uh, circumstantial. Um, and But they did get it around the city, but just not as, as much as I'm sure they wanted to. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I'm pretty sure this time around they're going to make concessions to make it available for season ticket members for, you know, for general fans to let them know where it's going to be and all that. I think, that's part of the reason why they need to go get it fixed really quickly and get it back here because they don't want to lose too much time uh, from mm-hmm. them not having the cup in the area. So I think they, they will work that out this year. Yeah, Let's hope because I'm pretty sure this packed house here would love to see <laughs> it. And this is what I was referenced to earlier. 16,000 plus a watch on party. a game where yeah. the bolts aren't even home. It is yep. absolutely right. crazy, right. crazy, but you know, and and by the way, this is just part of that beautiful city. That 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 night that we walked away, and it, just a win that night. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. it's just awesome. it's a beautiful city. So everybody, come down to Tampa, come visit. It's a lot of fun. Obviously, it's a lot of fun when it comes to to the bolts as well. And 
Well, listen, to everyone tonight, thank you, Greg, for coming on. I, I can't wait to see you. Don't forget now, next year, when, yeah. when that ring comes around, yours truly I'll make sure. I got you, bro. <laughs> <All right. laughs> listen, Sonia got hers delivered, too. Uh, to yeah, her. that was, we surprised I was her just, the other night. Yeah. I was, I was just going to say, a little birdie told me that Mr. Vinnick asked someone in high high ranking and said to make sure that Greg and Sonia got their rings. <laughs> and I did. did. There it is. Boom. Yeah. There it is. Beautiful. Yeah. I did see what you posted the other night. You slept with your uh, lightning shirt. <laughs> and your ring. So I did. Good luck. <laughs> and my husband thought I was crazy, but I did. <laughs> so, you earned that, Mama. That's all right. Now listen, and, and you know what? Matter of fact, speaking of, probably one of the better pictures you will ever see anywhere. Yeah. Oh, Ebony and Ivory forever. Forever. That's so, a great so, shot. All I want is somehow or another, I'll send that picture to you guys. You guys sign it, and, and I'll throw it right up here in the studio. <laughs> yeah. You got it, man. I appreciate it. But listen, Greg, thank you again for, for coming on tonight. We do appreciate it. And let me, matter of fact, let me bring up everybody's little handle here before I, I do forget. Let me share my screen. Because I want you guys to see the same thing that we see. Nope, this screen here. Number one, first of all, a huge oh, thank yeah. you once again to Bobby Newman, the JC Newman Cigar Company for coming on with us again tonight. America's thank you, Mr. Newman. family owned yes. cigar for 125 years plus. And and again, a, a complete surprise for me tonight. We were on the phone for about five minutes and then it happened. So thanks again to Bobby. And you guys, if, follow Greg just like we do here on the show. Greg Wolf, you guys see at third leg Greg yep. doing the same thing with the Stanley Cup champs, Sonia Bryson Kirksey. Follow her just like we do on the show as well. So you guys can keep up. And matter of fact, there it is. There's that ring. Oh. So not only did we get to see it there on the Beautiful. post, we just got to see it live. So and and you guys, I would ask that uh when if you're new to the show, check out the show weekly. We do appreciate it as well as uh, visit and stop by BroadStreetSouth.com. And before I go away this evening, also thank you to our sponsors, Tampa Joe's and everyone watching tonight from Tampa Joe's Facebook page. We do appreciate it with Goose. Thanks for making it happen here with Bobby. And we do appreciate it. So everyone visit CigarGoose.com. Also at 250 West Limerick Pike in Limerick, Pennsylvania. Westridge, damn it, Westridge Pike. If I get it, I got to get it out. And then uh, also for LG, uh, LG Direct Sales Solutions, and you can visit them at lgdirect.net for all your sales solutions needs. And again, thanks again, Greg, Sonia, and Bobby. Appreciate it. Hang on for a second. Uh, everyone else, we will see you Thursday night at 8 o'clock. We will have on Ryan McNeese from UCLA. That should be another great show on Thursday night. So thank you to everyone who tuned in. For my co-host, Mike Fuji. For national correspondent, Ryan Neff. For my young beat writer from Clemson, Nick Lisi. From Studio B, my lovely producer, Debbie. We will see you guys all on Thursday night. And Lord, I forgot where I was sitting at. It's right here. <laughs> we'll see you then. <laughs>